We all have situations, experiences, and moments in our life when we know deep at our core we have to do something different. We have to pivot. And regardless of how big or small that pivot is, it requires us to change something in our life. And that change can feel really uncomfortable. However, it is that change that is creating something entirely new. And it is that newness that creates a very different way of life in one area or multiple areas of our life. What's this all about? It is all about reinventing, reinventing thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'd like to welcome you to Reinventing Thyself. I am so glad that you joined me today because it is here that we'll move beyond our old self, our old identity, and that trailer of garbage from the past that we like to pull into the future, but really need to ditch that hitch. It is here that will move into that place of reinvention and embracing the newness of it all. Are you ready to step into reinventing thyself? Because guess what? It is never too late and your time is now. Let's get started. Welcome to Reinventing Thyself. My name is Michelle Shutter, and I'm so glad that you are here today because today I want to give you a little fast track. I want to to give you a little something to incorporate, to think about, to perhaps mm, really up-level your decision to reinventing thyself. And first of all, like, how's it going, right? Like, you, you made this decision, you're starting to perhaps take some action to do things differently, and sometimes, you know, that, that whole piece of self-sabotage can come in, self-doubt, um, worry, I can't do this, like, all of that starts to bubble to the surface. Well, today I want to share with you some things that perhaps can help keep this in bay. And when we have a toxic body, we have a toxic mind. And many times when we have a toxic mind in terms of our thoughts, mm, it doesn't support our body. So I want to share with you today just that what your biggest asset is in terms of reinventing thyself. Because without putting these pieces into place, it's going to be a lot more challenging for you. Not to say that you're not going to face challenges when you're in this journey. However, without getting some of this foundational piece intact, it is going to be more challenging. And why is it more challenging? Because that old self, that old identity wants to creep back in and it wants to take you back to your comfort zone. End of story. Any time we want to make a change, our old self wants us to retreat, to stay where we are, because that's what's comfortable. And we know that the, the biggest and the best and the, the most valuable breakthroughs happen in that place of being uncomfortable. So we truly want to tap into that. And why wouldn't we want to support ourselves at the highest level in terms of our health. So I'm going to share some things with you today. And yes, it may be common knowledge. A lot of it is. However, you have to ask yourself, is it common practice for me? And if it is, great. If it isn't, then you really have to ask yourself, 
Hmm. What's holding me back from that? And the title of this episode is, and he grabbed the monster drink. And I'm going to get to that um, in a little bit after I go through these with you, and you'll see why. But I really want you to get honest with yourself. I really want you to hold yourself accountable. I want you to be responsible for your choices. You can't expect a change without taking on accountability. You can't expect to show up at the highest level without being responsible for your actions and your choices. And some of that is hard to take, right? Because sometimes when we want to make a change, again, those old things that happened to us, things that people said to us, our our, um, ego mind uh, in terms of self-doubt, all of that starts to come in. And really this foundational, foundational piece, this biggest asset, will support you long-term, without a doubt. So that biggest asset, as I mentioned, is our health. If we don't have our health, what do we have, right? And if we're trying to achieve, and, and we know we're going to achieve something at a higher level, like why wouldn't we want to have our health intact so that it is a direct match to that higher level? So. The seven things I want to share with you today, again, they may not be common practice, and you need to ask yourself why, but perhaps they're common knowledge, okay? So the first thing is we have to address our sugar intake and our sugar cravings. And I know that this is going to, this is a challenge. And and the reason why we want to look at this is because Gosh, sugar is one of those chemicals that directly impact our brain, that is very toxic to our body. Oh, yes, like all those treats, like they're delightful, right? Like who doesn't love ice cream? Who doesn't love cheesecake? Like those are my favorites. Uh, But I know that that sugar craving is a way for me to self-sabotage myself. And you might see this pattern start to creep up for you in terms of when you're looking to make a change. So yes, it's challenging to get rid of those sugar cravings. Yes, it's challenging to mm, eliminate that as much as possible from what we're putting in our mouth, but the end result of it is so powerful. So keep in mind that it is not what you're going through, it's what you're going Two. Now there's studies out there that have actually, now I, I just blanked on the, the drug, but have compared sugar either to heroin or cocaine. I don't remember which one it is, but over time it has the same addictive effect. And that's scary in itself. So when we think about, you know, changing our lifestyle in some way, whether that is reinventing ourselves through health or a different um, choice that we're making, but we're going to use the foundation of health to support us. Do we really want an addiction to hold us back? No, of course not. Of course not. Now, I'm going to be the first to admit I am not perfect with this by any means. And as a matter of fact, on Saturday, we went out and, you know, we got ice cream and, and, Guess what, though? Like, 
I felt the effects of it afterwards because I have been working hard on reducing my sugar intake and, and trying to keep those sugar cravings at bay. But I know now, again, like it just, it shows me that when I put that in my body, like I'm down for the count at times and it just isn't a great place to be. I want my, my energy, my, my frequency, my vibration to be in a direct match, like that physical part of me in a direct match to serving my, that higher purpose that I have. And when I'm starting to tap into that sugar, like it just, it isn't, it's a mismatch and it doesn't serve me. So think about that. And perhaps to uh, another tip would be to really start to track, you know, when are those sugar cravings happening? What's happening in my life? Um, keeping track of how much sugar you're putting in your body every day and make sure that you're looking at labels and different things that are different names for sugar because it's hidden in and products all the time. I don't, I don't even remember how many different names there, there are for sugar, but there's a lot. There's a lot. Do some research, take some initiative on this, but that's the first thing is really looking at those sugar cravings. The second thing is like, let's move our body, right? Again, like this is common knowledge, but it's not common practice. Now, moving our body can take many different shapes and forms. It can be anything from walks to yoga to weight training to HIIT workouts, you know, whatever resonates with you. And if you haven't moved your body in a long time, like set your expectation in a realistic manner. Don't go balls to the wall and think you're going to complete this great workout or, or this intensive workout that looks like it's great, it's getting people results, yada, 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 but you, you haven't moved your body, like work up to it. So for the, for the longest time, gosh, I don't, three, four months, like all I wanted to do was take walks and it, it, it didn't really serve me in, in the best. And, and part of it was like, I just, I, felt like I just didn't have an inspirational spark in my body. And, and when I feel like that, like, I just don't want to do anything in terms of intense workouts. Now I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, I know this isn't great. I need to change it up. So I did go back to some old workouts that I did, gosh, probably, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And I feel so much better, but here's the thing. My first round, and it goes like in four-week blocks, and then it flips into a, a new sequence of workouts. But in my first week of doing this, I didn't do the full workouts. Like I did one round of each of the, of each of the workouts. And then the second week, I did a round and a half. And then the third week, I worked up to the full workouts. Even now, and I've been in it, this is my fifth week that I'm starting, at the time of recording this, um, it is still like some of the, the um, moves and things, I can't do it full out. I just can't. And I'm okay. I'm okay with that. But again, it is not what I'm going through. It's what I'm going to. So moving our body in some way. Now, I am a big advocate of like, let's get this done and off our plate right away in the morning. And the reason being is, guess what? A lot of times 
people aren't in love with moving their body. Like, do I love workout the workouts? No, but I love the end result. And I know that if I save my workouts for later in the day, it's just not going to get done. I like I'll get busy. I'm I don't have as much energy at the end of the day. And I fall into my excuses really easily at the end of the day. So think about that in terms of what works best for you, but don't let your excuses get it in the way. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is in order to keep our health as our biggest asset, we really need to look at how we're bombarding our bodies with toxins. And sometimes, like, we have no control over it. And obviously, one, our food, we have to be aware of the toxicity level that is um, sprayed on our foods, that is um, processed foods, the, the toxics, the chemicals that are in there. We have to be aware of what's in our water. We have to be aware of just in, in our environment, you know, what what's in our environment that is toxic to our body. And unfortunately, like our livers are on overload. Our livers cannot process all the toxicity that is coming into our bodies. And yes, it does a great job of filtering those toxins out, but what happens when it's on overload? Well, that toxin gets embedded in our body, and the only way our body knows how to protect our protect ourselves from it is to surround fat with it, which is called an obesogen. That fat does not release then until the tox, that toxin is eliminated from our body. So a lot of times when we are holding on to extra weight and things, or perhaps like we, we've done a, a really great job and, and we're down to these last stubborn pounds that don't want to release, many times it's because we haven't um, looked at the toxicity within our body. So keep that in mind. Number four, another one, again, that is common knowledge, but not always common practice is sleep. Um, Seven to nine hours is obviously something that will help our bodies heal, repair, give it time to shut down. And some of us use that that badge of, oh my gosh, like I only need five or six hours and, and I'm functioning fine. And yes, that may be the case short term. But long-term, over time, your body needs time to rejuvenate, to shut down, to repair. And if we're not giving our bodies that, we're setting ourselves up to run into some kind of trouble down the line. It may not be the next day or the next week, but the compound effect of it over time will certainly catch up with us. So make sure that we are setting a routine at night to get ourselves um, to bed. I know for myself that my sleep pattern, and again, like there's hormones that are starting to mess with me and, and are out of whack. And so I know that my sleep patterns have been off. And I've been become really diligent of making sure I document like what I'm putting in my body throughout the day so that over time I can see if there's any patterns to this. In addition, I make sure that I leave my device um, outside of my bedroom. I don't bring it into my bedroom. I'm not looking at it at least an hour before I plan to go to sleep. 
Um, I'm reading. I use lavender oil just as a way to, you know, start to shut my body down. So there's lots of different um, tricks and hacks and things that you can do, obviously. But be diligent with your sleep. Okay, be diligent. Now, some when I get to number seven, that will can mess with our sleep as well. But I'll address that as we move on. Number five is hydration. Again, our our bodies just need water. They crave water, even though we don't think that that's what it's craving, right? So um, a general rule of thumb is to use your body weight, cut it in half, and that's how many ounces of water we should be drinking every day. Now, does that mean yet you have to slam all that water at once? No, obviously spread it out throughout your day. If you have a water bottle or a jug or something that you're carrying around, you can mark it off so that you know by a certain period of time throughout your day, you should have drank X number of ounces. Um, you could use tally marks on your water bottle so you know how many ounces you're drinking. But like, get creative. Think outside the box in terms of this. But don't go to the sugary drinks, the sodas that honestly are just dehydrating you rather than hydrating you. And again, it would be like, oh, but they taste so good. Well, then you need to hop back up to number one and look at what is that sugar addiction? What is that sugar craving? What is that sugar intake doing for you? Okay. Um, and number six is we have to be mindful of what we are putting in our body and not putting in our body. So let me explain this. Obviously, um, we want to be mindful of the food we're eating. We want to be mindful of whatever we are drinking. Um, we want to be mindful that we are having a good uh, ratio of proteins, fats, and carbs. We want to be mindful that we are using as little ingredients as possible, that uh, they are connected to the earth whenever possible. Obviously, unprocessed is, is the best. However, we also need to look at what is not in our food supply that our body is missing out on. So in terms of like our mineral intake, right? Like that has changed significantly over time because the minerals that were once in our soil that were broken down and brought up through the plants and we'd eat the plants and get the minerals, like that has been depleted over time. And because it's been depleted, we're not getting that full value of nutrition, we're not getting those minerals in our bodies on a regular basis. And that causes problems. Okay. How do we get those minerals back in our body? Many times we have to supplement in some way, shape or form so that we do keep our body at an optimal, optimal level. And again, like all of this supports that, that asset, our biggest asset is our health. Now, Let's get to number seven. Number seven is all about what are we doing for stress relievers? And here's where Eddie Grab the Monster drink comes into play. So I was at the store the other day. Um, this man and this woman, they were clearly arguing. They weren't happy. You could, you could just like feel the stress energy like radiate off of them. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to put my, a bubble around myself because I don't want that stress 
um, impacting me in any way. And you could just you, you could just see they just were not happy, and that stress level was starting to escalate. They got to the checkout, and of course, conveniently, right by the checkout are not bottles of water, are sugar-filled drinks and the monster drink. And you could just feel him sigh, like, oh, I'm so frustrated. And then he grabbed the monster drink. And his wife looked at him like, really? So you knew, knew that, one, either he was perhaps working on getting himself healthier, or two, she knows, like, what the outcome is when he drinks this. It, is, it, it doesn't, um, his body perhaps crashes, or it has an adverse effect in some way. But it was his way to relieve that stress. And when whatever it is for you, you have to be conscious of that. So what are you using for stress relievers? Now, if you are grabbing, in quotes here, the monster drink, you are sabotaging all six other points that I made today. Because that stress level is going to change constantly, constantly. And if you are looking to reinvent yourself in some way, you have to know that it is not going to be always an easy flow. We need the challenges in life. We need the ups and flows. We need the ups and downs so that we can truly discern and really step into that place of what we're called to do. Now, what I want you to think about is how do you deal with stress, right? Like, are you the one that loves to grab the peanut M&Ms, that would be me at times. Well, not, a, not as frequently anymore, but um, are you the one that likes to grab the chocolates, the candies, the, the sugary treats? Are you the one that likes to grab the alcohol? Whatever we can do to numb that stress away. And a lot of times that stress is bringing up some perceived pain for us because an old pattern in some way is showing up. Now, rather than looking at that pattern, sitting with that pattern, sitting with that emotion and allowing it to process it, we have a tendency to stuff it. And we, we again, we stuff it with alcohol, um, treats, any kind of foods, anything that makes it go away. And in this guy's case, and he grabbed the monster drink, anything to make that stress go away. But honestly, you have to ask yourself, did it really go away based on that choice that you just made? No, of course not. And what I want you to realize is in this process of change, in this process of reinventing myself, those perceived pains are going to come up. Those old patterns are going to come up. And the reason why they're coming up is because it's meant to be released. It's not meant to, for you to hold on to that baggage any longer. You're ready to up-level. You don't have to drag this old stuff with you. So allow yourself to, to sit in that space 
and allow those emotions to come through and be processed and let go. Now, you may think, okay, yeah, right, like these six or these seven things, so easy for you, right? Well, again, we have to allow ourselves some grace in terms of we can't set expectations for ourselves that are not realistic, okay? So for some people, perhaps going cold turkey works, but for the next person, it's going to be, okay, this week, this is my goal. And then next week, I'm going to up that a little bit more. And then the third week, up it a little bit more, just like the example I showed you or I shared with you in terms of my workouts. I didn't go balls to the wall. It was, I eased myself into it. And now I'm in my fifth week and I'm feeling really good about it. Had I gone balls to the wall, really um, broke my body down in terms of, I'm so sore, I can't get out of bed. Would it have served me at the, at the highest level? Probably not. Okay? So keep those, those expectations realistic. Now, as I mentioned, health is our biggest asset. And if you want to really take your health to another level, be sure to check out the website that I have in the show notes because I'm going to show you exactly how I fast-tracked my health and have been doing this for the last, oh gosh, 10 plus years. And as especially if you're a woman watching this, you know that your body is constantly changing. It is never the same. Now, given where I am in life, I've had to readjust some things. So I've had to really up my protein level. I've had to um, up my fats. And for some people, you might think, oh my gosh, upping fats, like that's not good. Well, my fat, the, my fat intake was just way too low. So I've had to do that with um, healthy options. So no, I'm not going through the McDonald's drive-thru and getting cheeseburger and fries, right? So I'm using healthier options. So again, like our, our health sometimes is like a science experiment and it never stays the same forever. It's always going to change. But Again, when we can use something to get us on track and fast track it, it makes our life so much easier. So check the show notes for that if you're looking for some additional information on that. But again, the seven different things for you to keep in mind when you are wanting to create a foundation of health to support you in reinventing thyself Use these seven items. Are there more? Yes, for sure. But use these seven items. Number one, address your sugar intake and cravings. Number two, move your body. Number three, look how you've bombarded your body with toxins. Number four, sleep. Get plenty of sleep. Number five, hydration. Number six, what are you putting in and not putting in in terms of lacking? in in your diet and your lifestyle and number seven what are you choosing for stress relievers don't grab the monster drink use a something else to really work through that stress so that's what i have for you today in terms of this biggest asset 
if you are looking for three shortcuts, three additional shortcuts to support you in reinventing thyself, be sure you check out www.reinventingthyself.com. You'll find a download there. You'll just enter your email and your name, access to the download. And in that download, I have opened up my calendar. So there are, there's um, a link in there for you to schedule a 20-minute reinventing call to support you in whatever that reinvention looks like for you. So today I want you to go out and just embrace the newness again. Reinventing thyself isn't always... Um, isn't always as easy as what we want because we have that that anxiousness that that creeps up in us. But today, spend some time just embracing the newness of it because that newness is there for you to create exactly what is aligned with your heart and soul, whether that is in your health, whether that is in your career, your work, your uh, business, your finances, your relationships. Any area of your life can be reinvented at any time because when you align yourself and you create from that place of what your heart is speaking to you, what your soul is speaking to you, it makes perfect sense to support it with this biggest asset, which is your health. So embrace the newness. You deserve it and never stop being amazing. Until next time. Well, what are you waiting for? Whether you've pivoted and are unsure, or you're on the verge of pivoting, there is no better time than now for you to begin. Want to know why? Because if it wasn't the right time, the pivot wouldn't have shown up. And to get you started, I've got three shortcuts to reinventing thyself. Just head on over to www.reinventingthyself.com and you can download it there. And don't forget to message me with the shortcut that resonates with you the most. One last thing, I know you and I are not the only ones that have leaned into the pivot. Be sure to share this with others so they can be supported too. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting me and sharing this message. Until next time.